so I'm starting this podcast. That's something I do now. Um, I start jacked up podcasts. <laughs> I start. I start. I'll jack- probably post next. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's up, guys? I'll turn on my camera in a second. I'm starting this jacked up podcast real quick. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, the reason um, the reason I was late was because I was getting um a video of our epic victory royale the other day with friend of the show Dr. Tyler Wall. Mm. And uh it didn't turn out as good as I wanted it to, but it's fine. Was I there for that? No. I don't believe you were. It was when we were doing threes and then right after that Kelsey uh, jumped yeah. in. That was a crazy crazy match i just wanted to get a video of it because someone had a a tower but it was like right next to a a hill so i was like on top of the hill and i just jumped into their tower and killed them i was like this is insane um we're playing Fortnite again did we ever stop i kind of stopped for like two weeks or so two or three weeks but then uh i guess i stopped kind of yeah when I thought I was out, they they pulled me back in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like the meme. Mm-hmm. And it was it's mainly because I know uh, Vegeta is coming to Fortnite with Goku soon. Okay, which is news that I think we've talked about. But there you go. There's some news for that ass. <laughs> it's official, I guess, because before it was just rumors, right? Yeah, it was a lot of like leaks and stuff like that. And it looks like the leaks held water, so to speak. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that metaphor works. I guess I think, the leaks would the leaks would be true. Then it's not if they held water, then it, they wouldn't be leaks. The leaks mm. held no, like the le- there's like a leak, no leaks, and there's a bucket that the leaks all go into, and everyone's like, "Will oh, this like hold the, water?" Like the like the interesting vegetable. Yes, it goes down into a leak. <clears throat> That's all. That's a vegetable I only know from video games. There's soups that have leeks in them. Yeah, I know, but it's I don't like, encounter that in my daily life. It's kind of like true. a. It's like a chive, right? Like a green onion kind of yeah, thing. Like yeah, it's like a big long guy. If you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. I still don't fully understand the difference between green onions and chives and scallions. I think they're scallions. the same. Are they the same? I think they're the same, but just at, they're at different points of growth or something. I don't know. Maybe. Who's to say? That might be true. Who knows? Damn, your background is sick. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I said it to this, and it's really fucking funny. <laughs> so cool. It's, it's one of the pre, pre-installed pre ones. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're remote because I uh, I got the plague. That's true. How's, how is... You've gotten it before. Was it this, this is the first time? Uh, this is my first time. Oh. I think. See, I got really sick January of... 2020 yeah uh, oh before true. we knew what yeah, COVID january was. 6th then you were like couldn't be seen for a couple days yeah you said you were laying low i didn't understand what you meant okay okay uh so i think i had COVID then because i tested negative for the flu yeah uh but this is my first time in the past couple of years or whatever damn it sucks and i wear a mask everywhere so it's crazy contagious me too every day every day i wake up i put on a mask (laughs) there's no way i haven't had it but i've never tested positive i don't know i also i don't haven't been sick so i don't know i 
but I mean, there's no, like if you got it, you're a lot more careful than I am. And if you didn't get it, yeah. I mean, if you got it, then there's like, well, so I got invited, uh, on Facebook to this thing called a bath party. Oh yeah. You can get it through Facebook invites, I think. And, uh, I was like, I love taking baths. And apparently it was, uh, something that I didn't anticipate. So interesting. That'll do it. Yep. That'll do. You know what they say? That'll do pig. Oh, there's a dog in there happening. It's going to be happening throughout the podcast. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I'll put her here. down after the show. You're going to have to put I her can't, down. I can't um, show you guys because my background. Can I turn off the background? No, never mind. Guts is just going at himself on the couch right now. So he's busy. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Just want you guys to know that. <laughs> Thank you so much. He's not going to be barking. He's just going to be doing that. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Go off. <laughs> um, That's self-care. So, How's everyone's week been? It's been really chill. Um anything any anything new uh anything new you want to share with the class? Yeah. I watched a movie for the first time that I've been Actually, I've watched two movies in the first time. In in the first time, for the first time. I saw and don't worry cuz they're both wonderful pieces of film. Okay. Um, heralded as some of the the best works of art ever and it is uh spider-man no way home and okay and um uh um what's his name it's dr strange and the multiverse i almost said steven universe <laughs> <laughs> well his name is steve right yeah i know that every time i think of him i want to say steven universe even though that's not his name uh um, what did you think so I started off with Doctor Strange and they were making they were that's saying the, that's the one uh with the guy in the wheelchair and no, ride, rides the bomb. No, right? no, no, no. He's the one who um he's the one <laughs> from Fortnite. He's the he's the one with the from Fortnite with the cape. That was last season. Mm, yeah. Okay. The guy the character from Fortnite. Yes. Um I watched the. I can't, fir- I can't believe Marvel stole that character from Fortnite. It's pretty crazy that Fortnite was just like, you know what? We'll cut our losses. Whatever. We're busy fighting with Apple still. Um, I saw the first Doctor Strange movie, and I've never been into Doctor Strange before. He was in the like the the Marvel movies. I knew of him from the comic books, and I was just like, that guy seems dumb. So I do- I don't care about watching his stuff. But then I watched the first Doctor Strange. And say what you will about Marvel movies and superheroes and stuff. There's some specific like parts in that movie in particular. uh, And obviously in this one too, because it is a Doctor Strange movie that like, it's not cinematography. It's just the like special effects are just crazy. Like he just like goes and I forget. I think he calls it the mirror world, but it's just like, oh, the entire it's just a green screen, but everything around him is like a kaleidoscope of what's going on. And it's, uh, Oh yeah. Th- those parts. I was just like, yo, this is crazy looking. Um, I feel like if you had like, ver- you could get like vertigo just watching those movies. Um, but so I watched that one and it was pretty fun. Um, your run of the mill. Dr. Strange, like Marvel movie. Um, what's, sorry, what's his superpower? 
Um, he, cultural appropriation, I think. I don't know anything about him. He goes to some like ancient i can't even remember like what happens from the first movie but he goes to some like secret society um in like the east i don't even know if it has a specific place but then he like learns magic from these people mm. and that's like his superpower he's really good at make, doing magic stuff with his hands and stuff and they tie magic comes from the yeah, east exactly um they uh tie this movie in and i'm happy that like i at least watched wandavision so i could understand what was going on because this movie ties in a lot with all the stuff that happened in that movie because like the main baddie is and also a baddie is uh whatever her name is who's scarlet witch i know she's one of the dark phoenix what's her name no (laughs) it's scarlet witch (laughs) Um, I know. I don't remember her name in real life, though. Yeah, she's one of like the Mary Kate Nash. She's like Mary Kate Nashley's like sister, but not famous. Uh, Let me just look it up. Uh, yeah, I just looked it up, and I I typed in the wrong thing. Hold on. <laughs> Which Scarlet Witch movie? It's not, they don't have a movie for her. Can you have Elizabeth uh, Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Mm. The rejected triplet. I guess so. I don't think she was. She began acting at age four. I don't know what her. Hold on. I didn't realize that she was actually related to the Olsons. Yeah. Is she older she's, or younger? She's younger. Mm. She's three years younger. Did not realize. Yeah. I guess I see it now. Yeah, once you once you know you can see it. As they say. She became an atheist at the age of thirteen. Whoa. Wow. Someone doesn't like that. Yeah, sorry. God fearing dogs in the house. Very religious. She's an evangelical. <laughs> um but yeah, they really make I don't know. They really make her you know how in some Marvel movies or just movies in general, like the way you make a good villain is like giving them something that you're like, oh, this kind of like makes sense. I understand. Yeah. She's just like off the rails and just like literally crazy. And uh, not at no point can you be like, oh, this this would make sense that someone would do this other than them being like actually insane. And it makes sense because by the end of the movie, you figure out that it's not really her doing everything. Um, but basically, just watching this movie made me be like, oh yeah, multiverse stuff. I know there is a bunch of stuff in that No Way Home movie, so let's watch that. And actually, I I was like, I want to watch No Way Home, so I lied. I actually also watched Far From Home because I realized I never watched that. So I watched... Which one's, which one's Far From Home? Far From Home is the one where... Uh, is Spi- that animated? No, Spider-Man goes on a class field trip and he's like... In all London of, the whole time. Yeah, in like Europe and... Uh, okay, okay, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. plays Mysterio. So that was pretty cool because I watched that and I was like, oh, this... I didn't I, like that one as much, did you? <laughs> it was fine. I think I really just liked the... I was like, how are they going to do Mysterio? Because in the comics, at least like... The first like bat. I don't know what they've done with Mysterio like recently or like anytime after like really early comics because I only know him from really early comics. 
But in the early ones, he's literally just like, I'm a dude who really likes practical props and I'm an actor. And so he uses props to like beat Spider-Man, <laughs> like shit like that, like practical effects and stuff like that. When, um, when did we stop numbering movies? When did that uh, happen? Because cause all these Spider-Man movies, I have no fucking clue. Well, also, so the Spider-Man movies, they are reboots and Spider-Man has multiple universes in it. So they don't, yeah. they're not connected movies. Yeah, so you have like Spider-Man okay. 1, 2, and 3, and then you mm-hmm. had the amazing so Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. and Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Okay. You had amaz- the amazing Spider-Man, which I think he had two movies. Yeah. And that was okay. like whatever, <clears throat> Andrew Garfield, I think is the name. And then you've had the, the new Tom, pro- Holland, Tom Holland, which is in when they actually were able to use Spider-Man from Sony and add him <clears throat> into the... Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I I like Tom Holland as Spider Man. Yeah, he's pretty wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. So they like diegetically acknowledge in the movie that like there are separate universes. One where Tobey Maguire Spider Man. One where Tom Holland Spider Man. They do yes. that in this last movie, No Way Home, and in the the what was the animated one called? This, into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. I think so. I don't think. I don't why think he's that, in that. Why is that a thing? He's not. He's not in that one. But they are. They do like bring in a bunch of other Spider Men from other universes yeah. in that one. It's like Spider Pig or whatever. That doesn't make sense. Why would they do? Why? Because they they've been a doing a million different people have played Batman, but they're not like, oh wait, you're not uh, George Clooney. Uh, you can't be Batman. Uh, Oh, we're in a different universe. No, it's just like it's, Mar- there's diff- it's a movie. <laughs> That's how that works. They've well, done they, multiverse stuff in Marvel in stuff for like ever. Yeah, and this is oh, just really? a way of them being like, oh, okay, like let's take this comic idea and then make it into a movie idea. But then they actually like I think this is the only time other than um some like Xavier is in one of them who was played by Picard. I forget who the actors actually is, but like, this is the only time where they can like take stuff from other movies and be like, Oh, this is another universe. And it kind of works because they do it all the time in comic books, but I, I kind of like it. I mean, it's also a fan. Like I don't have a lot of affinity for the original Spider-Man movies. They're cool. And I don't have, I have never even I watched the Amazing Spider-Man one. Love but um, the like the Tobey Maguire ones, yeah, are so good. those are fun. I think the, you yeah. should Sam Raimi ones. Yeah. I think you should They're watch so this good. then because Kelsey was super stoked because she was like, "Oh, I thought this person would never be in this movie ever again, like never do a Spider-Man." And then he's there, and uh, it's really good. He, all the characters do a really good job of like reprising their roles and also being funny and also believable that they've actually been put into this new universe uh yeah the the multiple universe spider-man stuff makes sense when you watch the movies because it's not like it's not every time they do a different spider-man it's just like a reboot there's Mm. just there's totally different storylines to it so like he's not with mary jane in the tom holland ones okay like there's no Mary Jane in that universe. No. Oh, hold on a second. Uh oh. Someone's in trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. Hold on a second. 
Dogs are going crazy. Um, BRB. Yeah. Um, overall, though, it was just like a, a good dumb time. And I was like, it was really funny because I had not watched. I, th- I forget the last thing I watched that was a Marvel movie or mm-hmm. a Marvel property. And I was just like, I don't have time to deal with this anymore. But then I was like, oh, I'll just watch this one movie. And uh, it was the multiverse, like Doctor Strange and the multiverse. And I was like, that was really cool. But like, I missed the two movies leading up to this. And they were also in the very legal flock Plex server. So then I started watching that. And I also took a picture of it and be like, oh, I'm watching this to Kelsey. And she was like, how did you get that? And I was just like, Oh, this very legal server that we have. And then she was just like, I don't know. I was like, I explained to her what Plex was. And she was like, I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, I didn't know how you had the Minions movie. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, yeah, the Plex server got another uh, another member. but Another uh, subscriber. Yeah, another sub. The Minions documentary. But I didn't uh, like it. Did you watch that yet? No, I haven't. I got to okay. watch the first it- two. <laughs> First, I think the first two are better. This one was not that great. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but you liked new uh, Spider-Man: Long from Long Long to Go Home. Yeah, I thought both. I thought both movies had cool parts in it. Um, again, I think I just liked the one with Mysterio because I've always been like Mysterio is such a fucking loser. I love it. Um, and they kind of made him cool in this one, so I was like kind of bummed. Uh, but again, like I was saying, but before you left, I, I had to, I watched the Doctor Strange movie and because I watched that. I was like, well, I have to watch this movie that explains why this is happening. And then I was like, well, I haven't seen Far From Home, so I have to watch that. And so I ended up just watching three Marvel movies like while at work because nothing was going on. I was like, oh shit, here I am. And I was like, damn, these movies are like so brain dead, but fun. And I was like, oh man, I remember... uh Marvel movies. They are fun. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy them and I don't know much about comics or care really. And I think they're they're fun. And I, I think like Tom Holland is a believable Spider-Man because he seems like a high schooler. Oh, for like, sure. Like Toby, yeah. Tobey Maguire seemed way too old at the time to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, and I keep wanting to call him Freddie Prince Jr. What's his name? <laughs> the other guy? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And he, I don't know. He, I just didn't really like him as an actor yeah i feel you i don't know i think i think the toby Maguire ones are like the way they do it is really i mean they didn't plan on this at all but the way that they do these different spider-man are very comparable to the way they do the comics just in terms of like okay there was an arc where peter parker and i mean they've done it in like they've rebooted spider-man a few times in the comics but there's been like parts where he is a high schooler. There's been parts where he is out of high school and like a call in college and taking, so the way that they like did those movies on accidentally, uh, like accidentally worked really good in this movie because it was like, Oh, Andrew Garfield's in this universe and he doesn't even have a Mary Jane, but he had, uh, whatever her face is. Right. That she was dating. That's also like a whole thing in the comics where like Peter, in different instances, like isn't with Mary Jane anymore and now is with this other girl. So. And Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he doesn't get bit by a radioactive spider, right? 
I think he does. I think he said something about like ever since I got bit by that spire, spider, things have been like. I thought yeah. he had a different origin. I, maybe I'm confusing with something else. I I mean, it could be. But I thought I thought it was really funny when they were talking about like because it's more like the actual comics where, uh, or at least most of the comics where Peter Parker has to like make his own web fuel. Andrew yeah. Garfield and. Uh, um, to- no, not Toby, because Toby was talking oh, about Tom like Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Both of them were like talking about like, oh, you don't make your own web flu- flu- fluid, and he's like, no, it just like works like that. And it's they're like, just comes like, out of my body, and they're yeah, like grossed out by yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like very funny to be like, I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff when you do multiverse things like that, where you can get meta in like a fun way and not like a, I don't know. It's like it's like a fan service in a good way. Like, oh, if you've been like a Spider-Man fan or into the movies for a really long time, then uh, you'll enjoy that. And I did. And it kind of made me want to go watch the Garfield movies. Not the Garfield movies, but the Andrew Garfield movies. <laughs> it kind of made T- me want to watch... Two Kitties? Yeah, it kind of made me want to watch Tale of Two Kitties. Um, um, yeah, those are the main things I did other than, um, again... Playing more Xenoblade. Did I did I talk about being over leveled last week? Yeah. Yeah. You said you were. Yeah. You spent a lot of time on one area, and then by the time you got to the next area, you were much overpowered. Yeah. So I'm now in chapter five, and I have like 45 hours now in. So I've kind of slowed down just because uh, I've replaced playing it at every waking moment with watching um stupid Marvel movies. <laughs> but uh. I'm stoked to get back to it, but I mean, I'm, I'm still, I still have that same, it's not really even a problem because the story is like ramping up and I'm like learning new stuff that I've been like speculating is what's going on. But a lot of the time now has just been like, oh, I'm just going to smoke this. Also, there's a whole mechanic I was talking about with like the chain attacks, but um, normally you could like over level and then kind of get bored with combat, but Throughout the overworld, there's this whole thing where uh, enemies can either be like rare, as in they drop better loot, or they can be elite enemies, so they're a little bit harder to fight. And then when you beat them, you get EXP bonuses. But then there's just like, I forget even what they call them in the game, but they're like super hard enemies that are like specifically named and that are even harder than the elite enemies. But I think another reason I got overleveled was I would fight those enemies and then I would do the chain attack thing to like, and then like overkill them to boost my <laughs> XP. So I've just been like farming those dudes. But it's also the gameplay f- from like moment to moment in the game is really fun. But I think the the best part of the combat in this game is when you are not doing the story missions or even the side quests. It's when you're taking on these like super hard random bosses that are like in the world that you can choose to fight. And that's when it's like, if I'm the same level as this creature, um, or even if it's like a few levels below me, I'm still going to have to like really be on my toes when I'm fighting it because it's like, it's got like a specific like around its level it has like these golden wings when you look around in the like overworld so like okay i can try and fight this enemy but it's going to be like a it's going to be like five minutes to fight this one enemy and sometimes they'll have like things where you'll be in the middle of fighting and then 
uh, they'll like summon a bunch of ads to like fight like little other enemies and stuff like that. And they have like specific properties and like they're uh, like some of them are just like retextured or like bigger looking um, enemies from like the ones you see normally in the overworld. But a lot of mm-hmm. them are like specially named, have their own like um, models and are from other Xenoblade games that have just kind of like same thing like how Final Fantasy has like chocobos everywhere. It's like a lot of the Xenoblade, at least Xenoblade 1 and th- through 3 have like enemies that are recycled that are kind of like mainstays of the series. Almost like in a Monster Hunter way too. Okay. Um, so like if anyone was listening and being like, I want to play this game, but I don't want to be like bored if I like over level, there's like those bosses. And even once you hit like level 99 and are in like post game, new game plus and shit like that, there's still enemies that are like this. You can't go above level 99, but this boss you're about to fight is like 105. And so a lot of it is like the combat like, normally but something about the combat in xenoblade feels more like it's like a puzzle game where it's like i'm gonna try to do these specific moves so that i can like get it into like a state where it's gonna take more damage and then it's like trying to find ways to like inflict the most damage on these like super bosses before they like wipe you um okay same thing with like um the thing I was talking about where like the cards come up and there's the chain attack thing. Like when you get a, a enemy in that chain attack, you get like maximum like uh damage on them. And it's just like a very puzzle like way to do combat at a certain point. Once you like understand all the systems, which is really fun. And so that's what I've been doing. Nice. It's just being like, damn, I'm too overleveled. And then seeing this like super hard boss and be like, I bet I can beat this boss. And then getting more overleveled because I like do it in a way where like, like, oh, because once you, once, like I said, once you do that, like uh, the chain attack thing, it kind of everything stops and you can like more like mathematically like um, fight them. But if you kill them and then you continue with this combo, like you do an overkill, another, um, like number pops up under or above where it says like you're doing X amount of damage now. Now you're doing X amount of like EXP. So if you overkill them, you can like stack XP like really quickly. And I've been doing that and then just being like, well, I just got another level and I could go to a campfire and get more levels, but I don't want to because then I'll be way over leveled. But it's really fun. It feels, I think Xenoblade games are really fun because once you understand everything, you can just break them super hard. And that, I think that's just like really fun. And then I never talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 again. <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've seen so many memes of like chapter five is so sad. Chapter five is like, oh, don't, never ask a man his salary. Never ask a woman his age. Never ask a Xenoblade 3 Chronicle player what happens at the end of chapter five and shit like that. Oh, no. So I'm like, something big is going to happen and I've avoided spoilers, but I'm like, I'm just waiting for it. You're going to come back next week just so depressed. Hey, like, guys, guys, like I don't know if I can do the podcast today. They, <laughs> they killed the cat girl. How's, uh, how's Xenoblades going? You're like, I don't want to... Who can't say where? The- I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, uh, that's me. Okay, Connor, what have you 
done? What have you done? <laughs> what have what, what have, have you done that's so good? What have I what have I done? Uh I've been playing a lot of stuff because I've had a, a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. Um so I played a bit of the Live Alive demo. Mm-hmm. Uh I've only played the sh- like the Edo J- Edo Edo Japan uh part mm-hmm. where you're the, the sh- hardest part the shinobi um but I like it it's it's fun I like the combat system I like the way that like you moving and doing actions causes your enemies uh like action bar to fill I think that's mm-hmm. a cool way of doing turn-based combat and like having it be on a grid is 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 cool uh, so I'll, I'll keep it that I, I've, I've played maybe like an hour or something. Uh, but I put a bunch of hours into this other new ish game. It came out last year. It's called mind scanners. Hmm. Um, I don't think I that. it's from the same people who did, uh, yes, your grace. I don't know if you know about that game at mm-hmm. all. No. Like, uh, games you gotta read a bunch or I mean <laughs> kinda not a lot uh, this game uh, let's see the description of this game Mind Scanners is a retro futuristic psychiatry simulation in which you diagnose the citizens of a dystopian metropolis locate a, locate a host of otherworldly characters and use arcade style treatment devices to help them manage your time and resources to keep the structure in balance Remember, you take full responsibility for your patients. Uh, I've heard people compare this to Papers, Please a lot. It looks like that, yeah. So it's basically like a resource management game. You've got this kind of uh, almost like Voight uh, Kampf uh, device interface, like from, from Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, kind of the whole game kind of occurs through this interface. Uh, so you have conversations with people, their avatar will appear in the corner. Uh, you have kind of pretty simple dialogue trees from time to time. Uh, but basically the city you live in is controlled by this like bureaucracy called the structure. It's very kind of like 1984 or whatever. And you work as a psychiatrist, uh, who, you know, helps people, using this device to determine it's called a mind scanner <clears throat> and you determine if they're sane or insane um, and all citizens have to pay like a seven dollar or whatever the currency is uh, fee every day uh, for living uh, so you're managing your your money uh, you make more money when you declare someone insane and then cure them. Hmm. Uh, if you declare someone sane, you get like $3 basically. Um, and you have to manage your time. So you, it takes time to travel to patients. Uh, it takes time to treat patients. Um, and so you're like running out of time before the end of the day as you do these tasks. Uh, and at the end of the day, you owe $7. And if you can't pay that, it's game over. Um, 
and you basically have to rewind to the beginning of the day. Um, so I'm on day like 14 or 15 right now. Um, let's see. So when you're treat, you scan their mind, they look at these like ink blot images on the machine basically. And it's supposed to like enhance their memory. So they tell you about memories and you have to like choose the best matching, like description of what you think is they're afflicted with, uh, which it doesn't really describe it. Like it doesn't really tutorialize it very well. And sometimes it's kind of hard to tell like what the criteria are for picking the right thing. Um, it just seems kind of instinctual and I tend to do okay with it. So I guess it's just supposed to be kind of you naturally go with your gut. Um, and then you have to treat them. Uh, you can, so there's like a, a one main device that you start with for treating them. And you basically have these little like arcade games that you play to treat them. Uh, so you'll like hold down the mouse and fill up a wheel and you have to get it to a certain point and let go in order to like treat them. Uh, and if you go too far or you don't go far enough, uh, it, you'll like raise their stress level. And as you, as you like rid them of their afflictions, you also decrease their personality. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you can, you basically accrue points in science Uh, that you can use to build new devices for treating people, which kind of, you know, makes it easier and faster to treat people because you're running out of time while you're doing these arcade games. Um, But you can also, like, build a device that lowers their stress, that you do a little arcade game to lower their stress. Uh, There's one where you play a little arcade game to raise their personality back up. Okay. Um, And... The game's very stressful because you're managing resources and then you get these little kind of story vignettes in between days. Um, So like you'll get letters from the organization you work for. So you work for this like the structure, this bureaucracy. Uh, They want you to treat people's mental illness so that they can get back to work, you know? Uh, there's a terrorist organization that is trying to destroy the structure and they contact you at some point and they get very upset if you um, treat people and get rid of their personalities in the process. Uh, I think it'd be better just to be your mental (laughs) illness and that's it. Nothing else to you. Uh, Sometimes like you'll hear hear things about patients before. (laughs) So like, some people you should uh, declare sane. Uh, some people you shouldn't declare sane. Like I've declared patients sane and then they went and like killed somebody. <laughs> and then the structure takes money from you for that because they're like, well, you failed at your job. Uh, you'll have like friends and family of them contact you and be like, uh, their mental illness is better, but they have no personality anymore. They're different than they used to be. Like, I'll never forgive you for this. Um, and so you're trying to kind of like figure out whether you want to like align yourself with the structure and just kind of keep your head down, do your job, uh, Mm -hmm. which 
seems to be a better way to make money in the game. It's a little bit safer. Uh, or if you want to kind of align with these people who are kind of fighting the structure. Um, and there's like weird things. Like at one point I went and treated somebody that I apparently knew uh, it from my past, my character's past. Um, <clears throat> and he was like a suspect in a bombing that occurred and I declared him sane and he was like, thank, thank you. You saved me. Like I probably would have gotten pinned Caught. for this. Yeah. Crime or whatever. Um, so stuff like that. And the whole time you're basically your daughter has been taken by the structure and quote unquote quarantined, uh, basically kidnapped, which you get the, the sense that like you're doing this work because like they have your daughter and you're trying to get back to her. Uh, so yeah, it's cool so far. Um, the graphics are really cool. Like the art's really, really interesting. I like it. I don't really know how I explain it. It's got kind of like a, I don't know. Retro look. Retro futuristic. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it without sounding very cliche, but yeah. Um, uh, you were, you were saying like the gameplay when you, um, finish a day like you just get to redo it if you didn't do like something correctly. How does that work? Yeah, so you can like go click on like the calendar and you can just hit rewind and you'll start the last day over. Okay. Um <coughs> So, <clears throat> but you know, some things are randomized like the types of afflictions people have might change or whatever, okay. like so you can't just like do the exact same thing again necessarily. Is there um, any like reason i mean i guess there's no like downside to redoing a day is there it doesn't seem to be yeah it's just uh, like if you really screw something up you can like try again yeah then, like, even, yeah, even yeah, it might sure. you might get a different role but like right but if you lose if you run out of money or whatever you're just done for good and you have to start over yeah because people who can't pay like whatever the the rent just get exiled to the outskirts of the city so and it's just like game over at that point <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um it's like what was, death what was the name of the game there. again uh mind scanner mind scanner. Oh, mind scanners it's plural sorry nice cool uh but it's cool like the the patients are all like fucking weirdos and like they have like little <laughs> backstories when you there's like a guy who like wears a rat suit and lives in the sewers and he like attacks you at one point i don't know it's it's fun um they're all fucking weirdos and they're like yeah. oh i'm schizophrenic <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean there's obvious like undertones where like like someone will be like they'll be like oh this person's mentally ill go check up on them and it's really like they just fucking hate their job and they're depressed you know yeah. um and it's that's very obviously the problem Couldn't um, be me <laughs> uh but they want you to declare this person insane right and like erase their personality um so there's like that kind of commentary throughout the whole game um but you do have like very clear choices that you make throughout the game and they're all very, very difficult, uh, which I appreciate in a game. I don't, I, I don't like when games kind of give you the illusion of choice. Yeah. Um, where you'll just kind of end up 
on the same path regardless of what you do right yeah uh, or i also don't like when a game gives you like uh one choice is the obvious right one or one choice is the obvious easy one to make right uh i think it's more interesting when like a game offers you like Great. these options and they all suck they're all bad they're all difficult op- choices to make right yeah um so i highly recommend it it's on game pass um if you have that uh and it's if not it's 40 percent off on steam right now so it's only 10 bucks Ooh. uh so i'd definitely say it's worth ten dollars uh i played uh i don't know how many hours i've probably put like five hours into it so far mm-hmm. um and like i've had like very stressful moments where like <clears throat> i didn't have enough money to pay at the end of the day and i was treating a patient and i was getting close to being done with the treatment and time was running out and like i had like one because you, you get these different shapes that you have to like set the machine to this shape to get rid of like this mental affliction or whatever and you have to like do a certain number of each shape and i was like on my last one and i had like five seconds and i was like trying to like get it and like at the last second i got it and like got paid right before the day ended so there's like a lot of like just like working against the clock and like i don't know and there's times where like i had like very little money left and a patient that was very like difficult and i I lost a couple times so i had to start the day over several times and it got to the point where i was like because it takes time to switch machines that you're using and increase their personality and switch machines and decrease their stress and then switch back and keep like treating them so it got to the point where i was like i can't save this person's personality like i can't I don't have enough time <clears throat> to finish this patient and also save their personality. I'm just going to have to say, fuck it. I'm sorry. Like, um, just like real life. It's just like real life, you know? Uh, but it, yeah, it's just another instance of those like difficult decisions you're forced to make in the game. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Did we lose Dewey? He's tending to something, I'm sure. Uh, but other than that, I've just played some old games. I uh, played some Earthbound today on stream, which was fun. I, w- I saw a little. That game's great. Uh, it looks good. It sounds good. It's fun. It's. I was talking on stream about how it's really interesting to see this, like, Japanese interpretation of Western culture in like 1995. Um, But like through the lens of a like JRPG, right? So it's like this weird like cultural lens through a cultural lens. Um, Mm I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny. It's a funny game. Uh, I started the first Baldur's Gate game. Um, Okay. Trying to play. How, how how are you liking that? I tried to play Baldur's Gate three, I think, mm-hmm. and I really didn't like its gameplay. I mean, it's definitely a CRPG, which I don't. I like CRPGs. I think I prefer JRPGs, just like that style of gameplay over the like 
highlight your characters and then click to have them go over here and then click on the enemy and they'll auto battle. Um, I don't, you know, I, I like Dungeons and Dragons obviously. So I, I, it comes naturally to me wanting to play it, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not very far, so we'll see. I'll keep, I'll keep chugging away, but so far it's fine. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's a lot too. I I feel like it's kind of cumbersome to play. I played Earthbound today on stream, and you missed it. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Were you in the I chat? I did see. I did see that you were playing it. Yes. Hmm. 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 Hey, I watched a movie. What'd you watch? Is it uh, Subway Sandwich Four? No, it- it's Mellow Mushroom Avocado Sub. Oh, with tempeh. No, they don't have that anymore. Oh, then what do they have? Just avocado. just avocado. Two slices of avocado stuffed into this roll. What the fuck? With some <laughs> dye. It sucks. Um, no, I watched Prey from 2022. Ooh. I don't know anything about this ga- this thing, but people keep talking about it. It is, I guess, a prequel to... The Predator series. Okay. It's not Sam Smith Prey official audio YouTube. That is not it. Okay. So maybe it's a, it's a D- Dan Trachtenberg uh, directed movie. Oh, Prey. Got you. With an E, not an A. Yeah. I kind of want to see this. It's got a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's very good. No, in what kind of way is it very good? Like in a Bob way or? No, no, like it's legitimately, I think, a pretty good movie. What does that mean, in a Bob way? Well, you know. Bob has his. What does he have? He has his um, things that he likes a lot. Afflictions? Yeah. What is this set? His mental pains? It is set in the year 1719. Okay. In the Great Plains of America. Yeah. Featuring a uh, Comanche tribe versus a predator. In what would be... Comanche? I just met her. Wait. Sorry. Command... When are we going to get a Comanche tribe? That might have been better. There we go. I'm watching the trailer right now. Um. So as you know, sorry, I'm muting you, and I'm gonna watch this trailer. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> this will tell me all I need to know. Uh, keep going. As you know, uh, the Predator franchise has been largely, uh, extremely bad mm-hmm. since, and maybe including Predator Two. Yeah. You know what is burned? You know the. Never mind. This is just a me thing. There's like random well, things that I'll say. That are just like, it's just like a, a computer playing a sound bite, like an MP3, but it'll just be me doing an impression of something. Mm-hmm. Um, one I think about all the time is, want some candy? Because my dad used to say that to me all the time. He'd be like, because we watched Predator 2 together and he'd always be like, want some candy? Because I guess the Predator, I vaguely remember the movie, but I know the Predator like takes the kid asking that 
and like plays that sound bite, I guess, to like lure people in or something like that. Uh, I think he just re- like reviews the footage or so or whatever. Yeah. Want some candy? <laughs> um, but they, so they, it kind of follows the same beats as the first Predator movie. It's not like a reboot of a, a franchise or anything. I don't think anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's done very well. They actually, they hired Native American actors to play Native Americans. They went as far as, I think originally they were supposed to do the movie fully in Comanche and mm-hmm. have it dubbed in English. And they did the opposite. I guess they, I guess they didn't follow through with that because I mean, because Americans uh, would be like, because they're lazy. Yeah, right. Be, be like, I don't want to read. I don't want to read. So, the the version I downloaded, I mean, I watched legally, was the Comanche dub. Okay. And I thought that it was it was just like listed as the Comanche version. So I thought that would be the I I assumed it was going to be spoken, uh, you know, Comanche in audio and then. Uh, subtitled in English, but it was not. It was just dubbed. Uh, you know, all of the dialogue was just dubbed in Comanche, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It doesn't have the same effect as you know when they're like obviously speaking English and then it's dubbed and then just like all the the dub voices sound a little off because it's not matching. You know the the audio fidelity and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's good. Uh, I think for as far as like historical accuracy, people are like not uh, offended by the movie. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's it's one of like the, f- there's not a lot of, you know, Native American depictions in film that aren't, especially for like an action movie like this that aren't like just wildly offensive. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they, you know, did the research and they like went went as far as they needed to go to make it entertaining and not jokey. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought it was fun. Definitely, but- definitely watch it if you've if you're a fan of the Predator series. Uh, I would say uh, up against the first movie, it's like almost as good as the first movie. Damn. Okay. And as far as games, I've been playing a fan modded remake of StarCraft 1 in the StarCraft 2 engine. Okay, this sounds interesting. This this mod is called StarCraft Mass Recall, I think. I think that's what it's called. Hold on a second. Let me double check. StarCraft Mass Recall? Yeah, Mass Recall. So this is the entire StarCraft 1 campaign plus the Brood War expansion Mm -hmm. rebuilt in the StarCraft 2 engine. So all of the all of the 
visuals of StarCraft Two, they have, you know, changed some of the skins and stuff to to be more accurate to StarCraft One. But they recreated all of the missions, even all of the cinematics. They've recreated with the StarCraft Two engine, and I forgot how much I liked the first StarCraft. So good, and how much how much of those like missions are still burned into my memory. Yeah, hmm. I played the shit out of those games as a kid, for sure. I never played those games. Very good. Um, if they feel extremely primitive playing them now, mm-hmm. especially after playing other like RTS games that are more modern. Mm-hmm. Like I keep trying to like WASD to move the camera around, and that's mm-hmm. not. That's not a thing you can do in StarCraft. Yeah. And just like other quality of life things that I keep trying to do, but it's like keep forgetting that, oh, in 1998 or whenever, like that wasn't <laughs> around. Yeah. Uh, if you track balls, if you like StarCraft at all, it's a little bit of a pain to install this mod, but StarCraft 2 is free to play. Mm hmm. So you can download StarCraft 2 and then download this mod. So it doesn't cost you anything to try it. But if you like StarCraft 1, I would say absolutely do this because it's so fun. I It's just it's like a good nostalgia thing cuz I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't played StarCraft in a long time and forgot how much I thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't what was it 2 that you and I tried to play? Uh, I think so. Last year or something, and it was just so hard. <laughs> yeah, all of the online stuff with two is really, really annoying. Um, but I think that's pretty much all I've done that's uh, worth talking about. I played a couple other snippets of games, but nothing was sticking with me. Mm. Uh, should we jump into news? Yeah, I'm down. Um. Don't have much news this week, um, but I'll just go over the few things that we did do, or we didn't do, but I did get. Oh, the one thing I didn't. We'll we'll just end on that because it'll be funny. Um, there's this Platoon Three Direct. Who here has played Splatoon Two? I have not. I played not a little me. bit of Splatoon One. Okay. Um, I really like Splatoon Two. Um, I would like to play Splatoon 3 when it comes out, but that will really hinge on if I have a group of people to play it with because um, I can get down with the single-player stuff, which they go over here. Um, and is there, like a, is there like a story, like a campaign for Splatoon? There wasn't one for Splatoon 2. I don't think they eventually put one in, and I played that, and it was pretty fun. Um, I think this one... Um, judging by the trailer, which I watched, like it's like thirty minutes, and I don't think I watched all of it, but I got like a a, a pretty good idea of what they're doing, and I think they're going to be doing like, obviously they're updating a bunch of multiplayer stuff. Um, I think they are going to have a dedicated single player, um, like story mode that explores okay. more of the lore stuff, I guess, and then I think they're also doing um. I think like they did before with the what is it called? Cause they had a I forget what it is. 
another, I think it was called Salmon Run. I could be wrong. I forget. But they had a, a DLC for Splatoon 2 that was like a bunch of, it was basically a bunch of challenge rooms that also had some story tied to it. So I think they're doing that along with it. They also talk about how they're going to have post-launch updates, of course. Uh, new Amiibo. Um, they're doing the, I think they're doing three teamed uh, Splatfests now. Which okay. the Splatfest used to be where it'd be like, oh, pick a, a side and then you can enter the Splatfest and basically um, try and win a bunch of games for whatever like you pick. So like one of them was like, oh, pick between ketchup and mayo and then you get assigned and then like oh, uh, you play with a bunch of other that. people who are on like the ketchup side of the mayo side. That was yeah. the most famous one I can think of because I remember just like, damn, they really just shooting white ink everywhere. Um, this one, it looks like the first one's going to be rock, paper, or scissors. So I guess they're going to be doing three tiered, like, ones or three team ones. Uh, I don't know. I I liked, um, Splatoon because it's pretty fast paced and it's like really fun that you don't have to be like extremely good like if you play with someone who's not really used to like third person shooters they can just like work on like taking over ground by just like shooting the ground and walls and stuff like that and like winning that way by the end hmm. do you have to do motion controls no i don't think so it helps okay. a lot okay um, yeah, this- i remember there being like something about the motion controls that was like pivotal to the game but i couldn't remember if it was if it was bad or if it was good Oh, it's just like way easier to like paint with just like slight motions and stuff like that. Um, This is the only game that I play with that on because any other game, it doesn't feel right. Um, Also, most of the first person shooters, the third person shooters I do on PC now, so I don't really get to play. But um, yeah, if you want to go watch that, uh, it's a 30 minute, uh, what do they call it? Nintendo Direct that looks pretty cool if you're into that. Um... Also, did you guys see this stuff about the super punch out cheats? The second player? Yeah, everyone's been talking about this, and I think we just missed it from last week. But apparently, um, oh, I should probably just send these guys. Send, send these I didn't fully YouTube. understand what they were talking about because mm-hmm. I, I listened to it like very briefly on a thing, and I I couldn't really put together what it like actually meant. So. Obviously, Super Punch-Out, and I think this also works on Punch-Out, is a single-player game. But in with if you have two controllers plugged in and then you do this specific like thing of like specific button input for on the second controller, you mm-hmm. get, go to a, a versus screen. So whoever's first player will always play as Little Mac, but then second player will get to choose from all the bosses. And I guess you have just like specific inputs that you can put in to do those bosses moves so okay. it kind of it allows you to play two player punch out where one person playing a little mac and then the other person's just like putting in moves for the the boss fight so you could be uh piston honda yeah or glass joe glass joe yeah i think interesting it's crazy that no one figured that out until now. Yeah, for real. I think it was just someone who was just going through code that finally figured it out. But I was like, it's weird because... Because this is I've, a game that people like speedrun and stuff, right? Yeah. 
And it's also one of those things where I was just like, yeah, someone just went through the code and found it, but I was like, how did someone not do this before? And I sure. Guess, I guess it was just like a a two-player thing where you need two like controllers plugged in that no one like, I guess no one was looking for it. And then someone just was like scouring the code or something and then eventually found it. So d- I, the thing I heard was saying that they think this was probably like a developer thing for game testing. Yeah, probably just to be like, oh, let's test out these bosses and be it because it comes it, it goes to basically a um like a Mega Man almost like boss select thing um yeah. so it would just be easier to test out specific bosses while you're like working on the game um but I don't know I think I think that's really cool I've never really even messed with punch out but uh, I I'd really like it mm-hmm. but it's the only type of game that I enjoy like that i think it's just because it's just straight up memorization and timing it's not oh. even really like a fighting game yeah mm-hmm. that's been that's like one of the reasons i haven't ever played it because i've been like once i f- i could just like it would be so hard for me not to just like be like all right what do i do when he does this or like oh the when the guy takes a picture with his camera that means he's gonna do this attack it's like yeah. stuff like that tells when that you, when his belly button flashes you have to yeah. do your uppercut i mean it's this is gonna sound stupid. That's it's basically just a, a more simple version of like Dark Souls bosses. <laughs> yeah, like that's all fighting a Dark Souls boss is. It's just like a far more complicated uh, memorization. Is Super task. Punch Out the Dark Souls of fighting games? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think we can definitively say that. Um, in other news, Jeff Keeley. The the man, the myth, the legend himself said that there are going to be um, some, what did he say exactly? Cool surprises and things you wouldn't expect at Gamescom this year. Game, okay. When is Gamescom? Uh, Wednesday, August 23rd. So that's next week. I can't um, wait to hear him fire off some good uh, s- stage banter like he does. Oh, he's so good at it. Um, <laughs> the main thing that I, I don't think I took the actual article that says it, but I think Sega or someone said that Sonic Frontiers is going to get another trailer here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also he's gone on to say more than 20 games will be on stage. It's going to be a big spectacle. And um, the more you read into this, it sounds like it's going to be more stuff for like next year. Like uh, this year's, uh, this is a light year for releases. There's coming years. So a lot of stuff will be about what's coming in 2023 and beyond. But I think people will be hyped and very excited for fans to see. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, it says uh, Jeff Kelly announced new look, new look. Uh, sorry, new look and news about Sonic Frontiers will be part of Gamescom opening night live. So, you know, I'm gonna be there. Seeing about front Sonic Frontiers. Front row. Yeah. I also didn't. Not to make this all about Sing Sonic Frontiers. Every word. Game. I didn't um I didn't take it uh the the news for it but some people have specifically been asking Sega if they're going to delay Sonic because of all the people who are like this game looks bad or whatever like that and <laughs> and, and Sega's just like no it's coming out this year but I don't know an actual date for it. I don't think it looks bad. I think people are just like Sonic fans. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
Other cool news uh, for for Nintendo. Apparently, this has been a, a feature that um, has been around forever, but I guess now it's just kind of getting a resurgence from this tweet. But there's a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe land mode where you hold L and R and click the left stick on the main menu to, and you can wire up 12 switches for 12 players in or 12 Holy player shit. in person Mario Kart action. So there's this video. Is this only for the OLED models? I don't believe so. Why? Wait, how do you, how do you get hardwired switches? Or I mean, do they mean use the use the USB cable? Well, I have I have the USB to Ethernet cable, and that works on mine. Oh, but I think I, this is kind of because you say that. I think this is actually like more people are seeing this and like knowing that this is a thing because of that that switch dock. Okay, to be honest. Okay. Um, but this just I just saw this and I was like, oh, Bob would like this. And then I was also like, damn, I really want to have a land party at my house because I have so much fucking space. The but, new, the second wave of those uh, Mario Kart courses are out, right? Yeah, I think so. Haven't even played the first wave. Damn. Did you buy the like the the thing for it? No, because I mean, this is the reason why I did because yeah. I knew I wouldn't play because I don't know any other people who play Mario Kart. Yeah, I used to have by myself. <clears throat> fun. I used to have eight, and I sold it. Yeah, it's during, it's funny during be- the pandemic. So many people talk about how. Oh, Mario Kart has had has sold so many copies that basically everyone who has a Switch has Mario Kart 8. And I'm just sitting here like, I don't. I I never bought it. And I keep being like, eventually I want to buy it, but maybe I'll wait until all those th- things drop and then I'll buy that in the past and just play it. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. I've always It's probably I, one of the better Mario Karts. Mario, I think one of the reasons I don't play Mario Kart and I kind of hate it is the same reason I don't like Mario Party where I'm like so much of this feels like it's chance that I hate it I hate being like oh I'm winning and then I just lose super hard and I'm just like this game is rigged it's bad it doesn't yeah it, it, it like disincentivizes like playing well I feel like I feel like there's like some trick to like most of the Mario Kart games where it's like okay you want to be in like third place until this lap and this area and then like there's a way to game it because it feels like, I mean we've talked about it like way yeah. back. I mean there's definitely like heavy rubber banding that happens in Mario Kart. Yeah, but um, maybe one day I'll just uh have fun with a video game and buy it and play it. <laughs> but I'm not holding my breath, and neither should any of you. Um, but I do want to have a a Halo land party. I was thinking about I was like how how many Xbox originals can I buy and copies of Halo Two and fit into my house. I have both of those things, I think. I have one of those things. Which one? The original Xbox? Yeah. I'll buy a copy of... There we go. We have... We can play 2v2. <laughs> and then Do you I'll... have an Xbox, do we? No. Oh, wow. I sold my 360 forever ago. You never had a, an OG? Mm-mm. I was PlayStation boy. Gotcha. Yeah, there. Uh, I've thought about going back and getting. Um, the main reason I haven't gotten an original Xbox is I've been thinking about getting eventually getting a Series X and then buying OG Xbox games that have the backwards compatibility thing, mm-hmm. and then just playing uh, it on that. But then I'm like, why would I buy a, a Series X? But at this point, rather than buy a 360 in an OG Xbox, I'd rather just get a Series X and then get the get the games. 
because I bought, um, I think I bought Viva Pinata on 360 because I was like, eventually I want to get um, a Series X so I can play Viva Pinata again. But I might just, uh, I don't know. I think that'd be fun for a stream, but I might just uh, emulate it because I have, I'll just dump the, the ROM and then uh, play it on an em emulator, which is totally legal and fine. Not even mm -hmm. being sarcastic. Well, you've um, already paid for the game, so yeah. Exactly. I don't think they got any of the money. It was secondhand, dumbass. <laughs> Stupid. Not like Microsoft's going to come after me. They're not Nintendo. Anyways, um, <laughs> the last thing I have for news is this uh, Kojima tweeted, uh, tentatively finished editing for now. And he posted <laughs> what I guess is like a Adobe Premiere or something like that. With just oh, no, a, I'm looking at the studio monitor in the background. I think that's a, uh, an Adams uh, A, I think A7 monitor. Yeah, my favorite part is that the monitors are off in this picture. Like he doesn't even have anything up. He's like, I'm not gonna leave anything. <laughs> uh, and then I guess all these like scenes or something like that. Um, I also like the idea of him just editing his own, which I assume what this is gonna be is like a trailer for whatever that new game is. I, I forget what it was called. Like, I can't remember what it's called, but um, apparently there's a new game from Kojima, which now looking back at this article about Gamescom, I'm thinking maybe there's a trailer for it at Gamescom. But I also like the idea of him editing his own trailer for his own game, like not having someone do that. He's like, no, 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 I got this. I'm an auteur. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. Also, this man has a drop ceiling. Come on. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he looks like he has like a sad, shitty office. It's very funny. I feel like, I feel like it's somewhere in. Uh, I feel like we covered something where they got like an office somewhere in the U.S. Could be wrong. I don't know if this is there in <laughs> Japan. Uh, bless it you. Looks like a sad American office. Probably is. That's all I got for news. Oh. You know what's crazy? Hmm. We have some voicemails. Oh, Ooh. shit. And then um, you can put in the voicemail thing that we never use anymore. Let me find Voicemail, you fucking idiot. Kill yourself. Pull the trigger. Oh, uh, here it is. Let's head over to the Block Podcast voicemail box. That's right. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can go fuck yourself. But you can also, if you really want to voice them, call 804-286-0626, or as we like to say around here, 804-BUM-O-MAN. If you do, you might have to log back into the Gmail account <laughs> and then get two-step verification because that's... <clears throat> Why does it always two say? Two-step verification. What am I, LDB? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm upset I said that. Oh, I, wow. thought, I thought that was a joke about like, um, about like getting your tickets refunded or something like that. But now I get it. It's like an actual two-step, like a hardcore dancing thing, like, oh, like the know, New York Times was no, talking about. Nope. <laughs> and anyways, what's up with all this hate moshing, this, okay. this crowd killing? stuff we got to keep that shit out of this scene anyways if you leave a voicemail it might sound something like this hey tyler i'm being reported for a food crime right now 
Um, Lisa's reporting me for Gaia macaroni and cheese, the Alfredo one, and um, chili on top. The chili has uh, kidney beans and uh, garbanzo beans. Um, let me know what you guys think. If this is actually a food crime or if this is perfectly fine. Bye-bye. Uh, I think if you're calling that a food crime, you are a classist and you hate poor people. <laughs> I don't know what she's that rocks. Al- afraid of, but that sounds pretty oh, good. Also, you're racist against Italians. <laughs> Which is fine. Which I, is think fine. Chi- um, and good. I think chili and any pasta is like fine. Even if it's nah, like... I think that sounds great. Yeah. Is That's al- what a meat sauce is, right? A gravy, if you It's will. a gravy, yeah. For sure. It's a gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I mean, it is kind of weird that it's like chili and Alfredo sauce. Like, that's kind of weird. Well, you put like sour cream and chili or cheese and chili. It's the same. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to show my ass here. Uh, is Alfredo just cheese and pesto? No. Is it okay. Alfredo sauce? I don't think so. <laughs> ignore what I just I think said. It's, like, I think it's its own sauce. It's like cream and cheese. Okay, I thought it was a uh, like cheese sauce added into pesto. Never mind. No, you're wrong, and you did show your ass. I can confirm. I'm glad we're not it's streaming this time. Melted butter, <laughs> cream, garlic, cheese, um, pesto, pesto. See bugs. Okay. <laughs> bugs. Yeah. Hair bugs. clippings. Yeah. From the floor. Ground up nails. Mulch. Hair, skin, and nails flavored. Anyways, we got another voicemail right here. Tyler, you're totally fine. Tell your wife. uh, I'm I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I was going to say something very rude. Actually, leave your wife for saying that. Yeah, honestly, break up with your wife and um, ship her back. Anyways, here's another voicemail from someone who lives in your house. Hey, what's going on? It's Ace once again calling in. Uh, I uh, I just wanted to say I am a big fan of the playthroughs of tabletop games I've been doing on the Patreon. Uh, I, I'm really into that. I like the the one shot of the D and D. I really like the uh, Delta Green run through. Um, yeah, if uh, more of that in the future were to occur, uh, that would be really fucking sick to me, bro. But anyway, I hope all three of you have a nice day and live forever. That's RBS Ace. I really hope we don't live forever. You know, I've thought about that. Like, who would want to live forever? Because eventually everything around you is going to die. And then you get presented with a problem of like, okay, once the earth explodes, what happens to you? Is your subconscious just there? It's just floating and there's just yep. particles and you're just you're just still you still feel because eventually your body will break down if you think that your subconscious is your life my actual conscious too i don't i don't believe any of that what do you mean you think, I think you think your life is just your body yes and it's not and the it, neurons and it, manif- and it manifests the conscious mind it's, it's not like the exercises you do in the morning when you pretend you do your different emotions in the mirror it's not to get ready nope it's not those okay it is the the live forever void of mind my body will live forever Mm -hmm. i will just be a a, a roaming 
Husk. husk. Yeah. A skinwalker. 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 Uh, I would love to do more TTRPGs. Yeah. Um, should I should I write another D and D campaign? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ace specifically said um, the Patreon ones. Which I love uh, when people call in and do an ad for the Patreon for us, and I don't ask them, and I haven't paid them. Um, I got, I mean, I got, I got some stuff in the pipe. I could, I could whip up. I could, we could do a Dungeon Crawl Classics one shot. I mean, this isn't no like an origin. No one thing. wants to play my game at all. That's we fine could too, do yeah. another Delta Green one off. <clears throat> okay. Dungeons and Dragons fun. Delta Green's scary. <laughs> Delta Green was fun, but it was mostly scary. I'd be uh, down there's to some do other either. ones that are scarier that we can do. I'm uh, down. Yeah, I could find a D and D one off. We could we could probably play. I'm down to do whatever. Um, I know whatever. I'm I'm sure Nick would be down to be back on for sure. Uh, whether to DM or play, I'm sure they'd be down for like anything. And I know. Kelsey also was like, I want to do D and D. So, oh yeah, maybe uh, maybe we can get them in, and maybe some more. So who knows? Let's just have a D and D campaign, one <coughs> shot. But it's like sixteen of us, Jesus and we're Christ. and we're all get nothing bard. done. We're all bards. <laughs> all right, we're, roll initiative. We're five all, we're, hours later. You're like D and D D and D campaign where we're just a band on tour, and we're all bards. <laughs> People do that. Who's got the van keys? Who's got the <laughs> van keys? What do you mean there's no laminates? I don't want to do this tour anymore. Fuck this. <laughs> Where are we uh, staying tonight? <laughs> oh, I've got a friend. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm... Okay, we're gonna, I'll stop with this. Um, that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for calling in, friends. Uh, if you'd like the show, you can... Actually, we have a, we have a Google review. Oh, oh shit. Has can this you ever believe happened? it? This has happened not in a very This hasn't long happened in time. years. Um, let's go. We're gonna go to the podcast app where everyone can rate in this the 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 show. And if you rate it five stars. Um Oh, I think there might even be two. I can't believe oh this is god. happening. Um Oh my god, yeah, there is. I feel the COVID leaving my body. This is this is a five star review from Conrad Miller. Uh, from July 19th. I'm sorry, I'm just not reading this, but I don't usually check because no one leaves a, a, a five-star review. This one says, sure. And it, the rest of it says, because <laughs> there's a subject line and then there's the actual review. It says, sure, five stars. Yeah, man, this is good stuff. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Conrad Miller. Thank you, Conrad Miller. Thank you, Conrad Miller. Uh, we got one from this Wednesday, very recently. Five stars. It says, it's from Jarvis. It's, okay. It says cool pod. I, think I know who that is. Cool, cool pod. Five stars. I don't even game, and I like it. Which is, you know, what can you say? A video game podcast that you can listen to, and you don't play video games. That's pretty wild. Doing something right. Yeah. So thank you for leaving those reviews. Thank you for being a Patreon member. Thank you for calling and leaving voicemails. Um. I mean, you guys couldn't do none of that and we'd still be doing it. But So I'm not going to be like, you guys are the reason we do this because I don't do this <laughs> shit for anybody except for myself. So f honestly, stop. Just kidding. Stop, um, stop listening to this. That's going to be it. for No, the flock is going hard and strong. 
like never seen before. Many mm. people are saying that like a phoenix, uh, we're just still going, we never died, so it doesn't really count, but we're just like a really strong phoenix that might go die ahead, one day. Us. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead kill yeah. us. It's fine. Shoot, shoot, try and shoot a phoenix. It's just fire. It's just going to go through it, you dumbass. Like Phoenix, Arizona. It is fucking hot. That's going to be it for this podcast. I'm Dewey. Bobby. Uh... And thanks for flying with us.